You're officially in session with DJ Obsession. DJ Obsession. A.K.A. Mr. Peterson. It's the In Session Podcast. Broadcasting live from Brooklyn, New York. Where we discuss lifestyle, current events, finance, relationships, politics, entertainment, and more. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome DJ Obsession. Just like that, yours truly, DJ Obsession, definitely in the building, baby. Hey, and you are officially in session with yours truly, DJ Obsession. Hey, listen, I know there's a million different things you could be doing or a million different people you could be listening to, but yet here you are listening to me. So don't think for a second that I don't appreciate it because I do. So let me give you a round of applause. And we are here, man. We are here. It is 2022. Welcome to 2022. <laughs> Top of the year. Kicking things off. Uh, listen, man, I, I, I wish you well. I hope you stay safe in this age of COVID. Um, if you made any resolutions or solutions or whatever you like to call it, I hope uh, you stick to it and everything uh, works out the way you want it to. Uh, stay focused. Uh, I hope uh, you stay driven. And you push forward on all your hopes and dreams And may this year be financially prosperous for you I hope you find all that you want Even if it's not finance, if it's love, uh, you know, family Whatever it is you want or need in your life I hope this is the year that you get it Or at least begin to uh, move towards it Ah. And I woke up this morning I was thinking about um, some of the past Relationships I've been in And one in particular I was thinking about something From way back in the day When I was still Living at home And I remember This woman lived upstairs From us Uh, She was married She had two kids And her husband Worked all the time And from what she told me He was a great provider I don't want to say What he does What he did at the time Because I don't know Who may listen to this (laughs) You know what I'm saying Anyway I was uh, leaving out of the building one day and she called to me from out of the window. Now, um, I started DJing probably from since the time I was like 11, 12 years old. Like uh, I started practicing around then. So I was always kind of known as the DJ. I was the DJ in the building or the DJ around the corner. Like, you know, they always ran to me for little events or whatever. So it was kind of pretty well known that I was a DJ and she hit me with the could you make a tape for me? Yeah, I, I said tape. She said, could you make a tape for me? And I'm like, okay, all right, sure. You know, why not? Now, mind you, this woman is older than me, so I'm not thinking nothing special. I'm thinking I'm about to make me a little 15 $10, 20 whatever for this tape I'm about to make. And uh, I told her, well, listen, I don't have any cassettes, so you're going to have to get a couple and bring them through or whatever. You know, you know, I live on the third floor, whatever, whatever. And she was like, oh, I know where you live. <laughs> anyway, she came through one day, you know, my mom was at work and my grandmother was living with us uh, because I, as she got a little older, she she wasn't able to move around as much. So she was staying with us. Uh, so most of the time she'd be in her room resting and she was in her room. And I get, you know, the knock on the door. I see it's the, the lady from upstairs. She comes in. And she has the tapes And we go in my room 
you know, I had my little DJ set up in there, whatever. So we we go in there and we sitting and talking. She's telling me like what she wants on the tape, whatever, whatever. And uh, I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you know, give me uh, I don't know what I charged her ten, fifteen dollars. No, who cared? I didn't really care about the money. I just was happy for the little exposure. Somebody wanted to hear me DJ or tape me or me make a tape. She'll tell her friends. So, you know, it's the kind of shit you're thinking at that age. And this grown woman, as we stood up, me me thinking she's about to walk out that door, she put her arms around me and started to kiss me, which kind of blew my mind at, at that young age. I don't know if I was 16 or 17. I don't know. I know I was young. So she leaves after our little makeout session. And I'm sitting there like confused because I'm like, this woman is married. She got two kids. She lives upstairs with her husband. You know, I see her husband coming in and out of the building. It's like really weird. So I make the tape. You know, I'm I'm still processing all of this in my mind, but I make the tape. And a couple of days later, uh, I call her. She's like, okay, I'm going to come downstairs and get it. So she came down that evening. Now, now my mom was home. My mother uh, had just recently got engaged, if I'm not mistaken. It was around that time. So she was real heavy on, like, ain't that woman married? What is that married woman coming down here for? You know, <laughs> like, she just wants to take my don't, don't start tripping. So she goes, she comes in the room and uh, she gives me the money and. We're there talking and she's like, are you confused about what happened? And I'm like, yeah, I am. You know, like, I don't really know where that came from. Like, you're married and, you know, you got two kids and like you guys are a family. You know, what are you doing kissing on me? And she says, well, you know, I see you and I think you're cute. And, you know, I, I just felt like I wanted to kiss you. I've kind of fantasized about kissing you. Now, the age thing never really played too much of a factor in my head at that time. So to give context, if I was 16, 17, she was probably about 25, 26. Now, in hindsight, that's a little much. And we we all know that if that was the other way around and it was a man and a woman and the man was 25 and the woman was 16. OK, I don't even need to say the rest. So. <clears throat> oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> so, you know, we're standing there talking about it and. You know, I'm probing. I'm asking questions like, so what's going on? Is everything okay? Are you guys like not together like that? Or, you know, what it is? And she's like, oh no, everything's fine. You know, he's a, and these were her words. Uh, he's a great provider. He's a great father. He does everything need that needs to be done. So yeah, everything's cool. And I'm like, oh, okay. Again, we start kissing and rolling around on the bed. And, you know, a little oral action took place, let's say. Okay, just so, and it wasn't me doing, you know what I'm saying? It was a little, okay, you get it. Okay, <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling this story. Anyway, she leaves, and I'm laying on the bed like, okay, what, am I really about to have an affair with a married woman? <laughs> and yeah, that's kind of how it begun, and we probably messed around for... A couple of years Yeah uh, She would Tell him That she was going out Right 
she would leave out and then sneak back in the building and come to my apartment, you know, um, slip in the house because I had to make sure Mom Dukes would sleep and stay till four or five in the morning and then go back upstairs. Now, he started getting wise to it because he was like, how you going out and you coming back in and you not smelling like cigarettes or smoke or nothing. You supposed to be going to these clubs. What's going on? So she asked me if we could smoke in her room, in my room. And I'm like, I don't smoke. You know, my, my mother smoked at the time. So, you know, I don't think it would have been crazy if she would smell cigarette smoke. I'm not sure. Well, I, maybe she would have been upset about it. I don't know. But I'm like, nah, you can't smoke in here. So she would literally go <clears throat> hang out in the hallway and smoke in the hallway. And then go in the house so he could at least smell like the cigarette smoke in her hair or whatever. Like she started to get crafty. And, you know, I've started to feel bad about it because I would see him and it would be kind of weird. So, like, I really had a conversation with her one day and I'm like, well, what is it? Like, is it the sex and her words verbatim? No. If my husband had sex with another woman, she would rave about it. It's great. So I'm like, well, then what's the problem? The sex is good. He's taking care of your kids. He's taking care of you. He's taking care of the household. You're a stay-at-home wife. What is the problem? And she said, I'm bored with him. I know how to make him come in two seconds. When we're in the bed, I know exactly what to do to get him off. And it's just not exciting. Like, it's the same old, same old. You know, it's never anything different. Maybe every now and again, uh, he'll hit it from the back, but it's just not exciting. And uh, he's the only guy I've been with. I've never really been with anyone else. Uh, He wasn't. She said he wasn't her first, but that was the first really serious relationship she had. So she hadn't dated a lot. And I don't know. Uh, So eventually, you know, I started to see other people and I got serious about the girl I was with. And, you know, I had to cut all that out. So I started slowing that down until eventually I cut it out altogether. And we, you know, we stayed in contact. We were phone buddies. And she called me one day and was like, uh, her husband left her for another woman. And she was really broken up about it. And I'm on the phone like, yeah, well, you know, that's what happened. You know, you cheat, he cheat. That's what happens. She was really looking for me to show empathy. And I'm like, "Uh, well, you were kind of doing the same thing with me for a couple of years. So I'm not surprised. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And she hung up on me like, fuck you, nigga. So some time passed and I ran into her one day like, uh, I don't know, somewhere downtown or whatever, shopping. And we talked for a while and she said she was in a better place and she had a new dude and everything was cool. And, you know, she wished her ex-husband well, said he was doing his thing and that, um, you know, they were cordial at, at, at least. And that was that. But she wanted to pick up where we left off, basically. Uh... I, I wasn't really with all that. Like, you know, I, I had moved past that and, you know, I was in a full-blown relationship. So, no, I'm cool. But that was kind of one of my first lessons that women are just as 
promiscuous as men. Men do the same shit. Men cheat, women cheat. And recently I've looked up these studies on uh, infidelity in relationships and they only really looked at marriages. They didn't look at, um, you know, just boyfriend, girlfriend type relationships. They looked at marriages and men cheat at a 28 to 30% ratio and women cheat at a 24 to 26% ratio. And these are married people And these are the married people that they surveyed And they were I guess honest about So you gotta take that with a grain of salt But my point is That's pretty on par with one another You know what I'm saying That's that's kind of like right neck and neck And you know Going through the years I've also been in situations Where it was just like a quick little situationship And Shorty had a dude And you know Fellas, you know how it is. You laying in the bed with her and the phone ring and you got to be quiet because he looking for her. So it just kind of let me know that, yeah, women, they they do their thing too. And I've kind of always known that. So I've never in my life looked at a woman and said, well, you're it's impossible for you to do that to me. Like I know because I know they're capable of it. So you need to know that they're capable of it too, fellas. <laughs> Yes, your girl, your woman, your wife, she is absolutely fucking capable of creeping around. They do it. Don't think for, I know she seems so sweet and so wholesome and I'm not here to put doubt in your head. What I'm just, what I'm saying is uh, women get down just like men. We all mess around and don't be delusional and thinking that your woman doesn't do that. She absolutely is capable of getting down like that. We all are Unfortunately You know I'm um, thinking about Another relationship I was in And She started Kind of switching up Her routine You know Because you know we're, we're creatures of habit Like you know If you're in a relationship You probably call Your your significant other Around the same times Of the day Maybe you don't Maybe you do But there's that That evening call Or maybe that morning call Or whatever and you guys kind of talk on a regular basis You know where they're going What they're going to be doing You just kind of know their routines and habits You just do If, you, if you're with someone And you know that's who you talk to a lot Yeah you're going to know So when, when they start switching up You'll notice That they switching up So this particular, particular young lady Started switching up And I'm like hmm I, I, I think something's going on So now I'm not irrational I had a conversation with her I asked her like Well what's what's going on Like you know what I'm saying Something seems off And this isn't just like Okay we didn't speak A couple of days At the same time Or whatever This is a whole Bunch of little things That were off Her, her movements Was just different Like her timing when, when she's going out When she's coming And she always had That phone face down So you know That kind of shit So I'm like What's going on and she basically was like, uh, well, I think you showing insecurities because you're asking me all these questions. She tried to flip it and kind of shame me out of my position. But, you know, I didn't let that bother me. I packed my stuff up that I had over at her spot and I left her key on the table and I bounced. Oh, you stupid! I it's in your head. You're gonna leave me because of what's in your head, and no, 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 whatever. So there was this uh, this guy at church that she kept mentioning from time to time, and I noticed that she just would bring him up out of nowhere. 
You know, it's like, you know, Daryl from the church. Daryl was saying so and so. so. Oh, last week, Daryl from the church. Oh, Daryl from the church. I'm like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Daryl from the church, huh? Hmm. Okay. She ended up with that dude. So what does that tell you? That tell you that she was already kicking it with him. They were already they already had something going on, and that's why she was moving different. So I was right, you know. And years later, you know, as adults, we talked about it, and she was just, yeah, I was messing around, da da da. You know, they always try to blame it on I was young, bitch. Please, you were nasty. <laughs> oh man, I mean, I'm not saying that. Men don't do it. Women do it. Men do it. We all do it. But it's just how you deal with it. And for me, I don't need a smoking gun. If I feel like you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing, then I pack it up and, and get the hell on out of there. I'm I'm not one for hanging around. Like, I don't need a smoking gun. I just don't. And whether that's a good thing or a bad thing for me, I just don't need a smoking gun. If something feels off to me, I'm not comfortable there anymore, then I go. And I think that's just how it should be. Like, you know, I think some of us sit and take the abuse and we torment ourselves trying to figure out exactly what's going on when we should just leave. Because what's going to ultimately happen it, if it if you if it's confirmed, if it's confirmed, you probably going to flip out and hopefully it doesn't get violent, but you're going to be hurt behind that. Right. And. If you're wrong and you guys can't come to some sort of agreement, like if you see if you feel like something is off and you all are talking about it, but there's no clarity, it's probably never going to get right. You know, something I don't know for me, that's just personally for me. Okay, because I've had that where I just I couldn't prove it, but I could feel that something was wrong. And, you know, that typically should be enough. Maybe not for you. I'm just saying for me, like. It's enough It's enough We're, we're not uh, Making each other Feel the way we need to feel Things aren't going the way They should go That's That's good enough for me We Ran our course It's time to Do something else Because I just truly believe That someone who's for you Is not going to make you Feel uncomfortable You're not going to wonder You're not going to be Confused about anything Everything is going to be everything You know what I'm saying Yeah man I don't know. That was all my spirit today. I just wanted to talk about it. You know, women cheat just as much as men cheat. And I learned that at a young age and women taught me that. So shout to y'all for putting me up on game from a young age. Right now, I'm not saying that we all do it. Obviously, we all do not men nor women. But uh, you you just got to keep your eyes open out there, man. Yep. Shout to all the healthy relationships out there, you know. Shout to y'all. We need to start celebrating that more. Because uh, not everyone is out here on it like that. You got some real riders, some people who will be in your corner 110%. They will give you their last. They will walk 10 miles to make sure you're good. They will ride for you, you know. I think those relationships are rare, but they do exist. And uh, I think part of my job this year is to highlight some of those relationships. Because I've actually been thinking a lot about uh, the direction I wanted to go film-wise, some of the things I wanted to put out there. And I think uh, that's going to be high on my list. I think I really need to show that there is love in the black community. Because if you let social media tell you, black women and black men hate each other. If you listen to Twitter and TikTok, we can't stand each other. 
that all the men are dusty beta male simps and all the women are hoes and gold digging bitches. And you don't need to be with nobody that's this and you don't need to be with nobody that's that. Very weird energy. You know, yesterday I, I saw a Twitter thread uh, of uh, a young lady who, well, a guy who reached out to a young lady. You know, she, fellas, you know, the moment you, the moment you screenshot, I mean, you send a, a, a text message, she screenshot I'm telling you. You getting them DMs, it's like click. Anyway, <laughs> it's a conversation with the two of them going back and forth. And basically they just met. And he was like, so what you doing later? And she was like, oh, I got to get my hair done. And he was like, all right, so I'm going to holler at you another time. And she hit him with the, the with the face that, you know, that face with the hand on the chin, like, hmm, you know, like really like what's going on here? And he was like, I'm confused. What's going on? And she was like, well, if I got to tell you, basically, she wanted him to send her money to do her hair so they can go out. And I mean, he in the in the comments and the messages back and forth, clearly he's laughing like, "Are you crazy?" Type like, I, "I don't I don't even know you like that. I just met you." And you, and then she got like, "Oh, if you want to take me out, you got to. I have my standards, and you have to do this and you have to do that." And it's like I don't even know you. But that sentiment, you know, that's that city girls, Meg the Stallion, sweetie kind of energy that a lot of these young women are on right now. Relationships shouldn't be that transactional, and uh, just because a man isn't willing to do your hair to take you, just to, to take you on a simple date, doesn't mean he's less than or he isn't worthy. That's kind of crazy. Are you gonna come to my house and cook and clean on the first date? Are you gonna pay for dinner on the first date? No, you, you just you should just be trying to get to know someone instead of trying to get something out of them. It's kind of crazy, man. Y'all need to get that together, seriously. But yeah, I think uh, my role for this year is to highlight black love. Highlight black love. That is definitely on my list of things to do in 2022. I think it's important. I think uh, young people don't see enough of us getting along. It's always, it's, I mean, especially if you under 25, 20 anywhere in the teens it's just all a big ball of confusion and then they have all these agendas that they're pushing so they're confusing the hell out of our kids so i think it's important that we show good healthy black couples together doing it how it's supposed to be done so uh, that's uh, my pledge to myself this year is to move that needle forward so hopefully you all will ride with me on that as we take that journey all right nice Just about going to do it for me. Going to pack it up. Get the hell out of here. And I just want to say thanks for riding with me. First podcast of 2022. Yeah, man. Listen, man. Black love. We need to highlight more of that. All right. Leave that toxic stuff in 2021. Let's move forward in the right direction. Let's love one another. Let's show the world that we do love one another because there's plenty of healthy black couples out there making it happen every day. All right. Stop looking towards the toxicity, all of the negative stuff you see online. It's just a microcosm of the real world. So uh, don't get stuck on that. All right. Going to pack it up. Get the hell out of here. God first, everything else after. Strength to the mind, peace to the body. You can't be good. You better be careful out there. Happy 2022.